Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. This podcast is sponsored by Jim Butcher, who is a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Now let's get it started. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Colton Cockrell. I am a certified financial fiduciary and independent financial advisor with Share McKinley Group. Uh, with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Ms. Trisha Stetzel. Thank you, Colton. Trisha Stetzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions, and I am super excited about our guest today. J.C. Schmidt will have you well-dressed anytime, anywhere in J. Hilburn for Men and Cabby for Women. Starting Wonderful Image Clothing after spending 23 years in the world of corporate retail and fashion to find a way to interact with clients on a personal level. JC offers an alternative shopping experience. I can't wait to hear about it. Specializing in making getting dressed in the morning easy for clients. She helps them find a new sense of confidence. JC, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I am very excited to be here. We're excited to have you. And again, we don't have you for too long, so I hope you don't mind me just jumping right into questions. Is that okay? Okay, let's go. All right, so first I just have to ask, why clothing? What got you in to the world of clothing? <laughs> well, actually, I grew up the youngest of three girls, and so my wardrobe consisted of hand-me-downs. And it's interesting, I was a very shy little girl, and I lacked uh, any kind of self-confidence. And my first realization of how clothing could be transformational and how what you wore could be indicative of how you felt uh, came at the age of nine when I got my very first brand new coat that was just my own. And I knew then that clothes, the impact clothes had, um, I had a newfound confidence. I walked out of that store with my head a little higher that day, um, just feeling good in clothes that fit me and that were for me. Nine years old. I love that. (laughs) That's awesome. And I get the whole hand-me-down thing, right? It really, it it doesn't, you don't necessarily feel proud because they don't belong to you. It's not yours, right? I was living in my sister's shadows. You know, I didn't have an identity of my own. I was their little sister in their clothes. And then you get to bring that to other people, right? And help them create their own style, right? Through your, right. Through your knowledge. So That's I have... Actually, oh. my mission is to help people find a style that gives them confidence and makes them feel good. I love that. That is awesome. So JC, you and I had, um, we were on a call together uh, one day and I was trying to teach people that they need to get up and go to work, even if they're working from home. And I said, it's okay if you only get dressed from the waist up. And you quickly corrected me. And after I heard your talk, I totally get it. It makes so much sense. So can you talk us through, I think you had five points, um, reasons why you should actually put nice clothes on, even if you're working from home? Yeah, um, it's just important to maintain as much business as usual as you can in um, this new working from home environment. And there are five reasons that you should dress up in your workplace attire, even if 
uh, no one sees you or if you are just home. And the first one is um, that visuals are powerful and perceptions are reality. So when you're on the Zoom videos, you want, you don't want the perception that you just rolled out of bed. Um, too casual sends a message, I'm not working. And dressing shows respect that we put value into our time together. And you boost your own productivity, actually. What we wear influences how we act. Um, not only us, but how others interact with us. The third reason that you should get dressed is that you create boundaries and it separates the lines between work and home. Um, even if you're just a few steps from your bedroom, it uh, creates boundaries that uh, sets office hours and can be a visual reminder to your family that you shouldn't be disturbed. Uh, when they see you in work clothes, they'll understand that you're working and they'll respect your time. Uh, the fourth reason is really culture and industry standards. Like what is expected of you by others? Uh, if you have a Zoom call, um, you should dress how you want to be addressed. That, uh, that maintains in this new world. And it helps, uh, the fifth reason, helps you keep your focus. So uh, it's just a reminder mentally to put you into work mode and kind of keep you from being pulled away to those tangents that try to pull you away like oh, I'm going to do the dishes I'm going to throw some laundry in and that so those are just kind of five quick reasons why you should um, dress for the work day even if you're not driving to the office and, and I know this is not just your personal opinion I know that there's psychology behind this as well dressing nice so yes even just getting up kind of putting on a shirt, no pants while you're getting on a Zoom call, even though that's easy, even if you're not getting on a Zoom call, period, if you're just wanting to be productive at your home, tell me the psychology behind dressing up for what you're, what you're going to be doing for the day. Yeah, it is. It's rather fascinating to me. Maybe I'm kind of a nerd about it, but um, I think it's interesting. I did, um, I found some research by a psychologist, Professor Karen Pine, and she looked at the evidence um, behind the psychological evidence. And she was convinced of the huge transformational power of closing, how they speak to us, how they uh, subtly and dynamically transform us, not only on the outside, but on the inside. And um, it can alter how we think, behave, and feel and I'm sure that you can relate to it if you think about it um, we all have that like Trish I'm sure you have that power outfit right like that outfit you put on and you just feel great right everyone knows it's my red jacket right if I have a speaking opportunity I always put my red jacket on always because it makes you feel powerful right and um it, it could be power shoes Colton you might have a power watch <laughs> but um yeah, she did a few different uh, experiments and one that kind of highlighted uh, performance based on what they were. She had a classroom of students taking a test. She had half of the class wear swimsuits to take their test and the other half wore Superman t-shirts. And then she evaluated which students did better on the test. Well, the ones with the Superman t-shirt because you know, when you're in your bathing suit, you feel a little vulnerable and you're, you know, so it does affect your performance 
too. So just kind of. <laughs> I know people can't see us because we're audio only, but we're Colton and I are just cracking up in the background thinking about I'm taking just, a test in a bathing suit. I'm just trying to figure out what class that is where you have girls in bikinis while you're taking a test. I mean, what the heck? <laughs> they were one pieces. Oh, sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> That's actually really fascinating. That's really interesting. Uh, and so, so I know, you know, we can talk about the psychology behind dressing up. We can talk about the importance of dressing up, but why don't you go ahead and get, I know you have a few stories. And I wanted you to share them with us about um, real life people that are doing that, that are seeing a difference in how they dress when they're approaching their day and really taking hold of it. Yeah. And, or um, even the opposite, like there is a whole population out there that um, have the mindset that it shouldn't matter what I wear. You know what? I have this degree. I have this certificate. I'm the owner of this business. People should just listen to me because of that. And it shouldn't matter what I wear. Um, so I do have a fun, quick story about, um, a guy, let's see, we'll call him Bob. So, um, Bob had the mindset that it shouldn't matter what he wore. People should respect him and do business with him because he was the owner of this business. So um, Bob, our friend Bob, gets on the bus one day to go see a friend. And um, he knows the direction he's going, but he's not sure if he should get off at bus stop A or bus stop B. And so he's chatting with another passenger on the bus. And this passenger really probably didn't have a shower that day. He was disheveled. Um, and the, that passenger told our friend Bob to get off at bus stop B. And then... Bob starts a conversation with a well-dressed businessman and he tells Bob to get off at bus stop A. So the bus stops, bus stop A, Bob gets off only to realize that he got off too soon. And as he made his walk, he contemplated to himself like, why did I do that? Why did I listen to the second guy? Why didn't I listen to that first guy that told me to get off at bus stop A? And then all of a sudden our friend Bob had a moment of conviction like, oh, because he looked like a slob and he was dirty. And so right then and there, Bob became convicted, like, okay, it does matter. So um, really, you guys, within the first five seconds of someone meeting you, they determine whether they're going to listen to you, respect you, trust you, do business with you. And the crazy thing, it's all subconscious, like right or wrong. We're not supposed to judge one another but we do it subconsciously. We don't even know we're doing it. And so that is the importance of just taking pride in dressing and what you wear. It doesn't have to be expensive, just clean, put together, appropriate for whatever the occasion and audience is. Um, but image does matter. It really does. Not only others, but like I said earlier, kind of alluded to my childhood, um, it affects the wearer themselves, like uh, the effects on clothing uh, is a cognitive process. And we think not just within our brains, but with our bodies. And so it's a, a whole thing. It's called enclosed cognition, that what you wear affects your mood, your health, and your overall confidence. So it's a real thing. Clothes um, invade the body and brain, and they put the person in a different psycho psychological state 
So it's crazy. I know I'm nerding out on you, but. Uh, no, not at all. Well, and I'm going back to when you said power suit and I think about that jacket. I know if I'm going to go stand in front of a hundred people or 200 people, if I put that jacket on, I'm more confident and it's just a jacket, but I am, I'm so much more confident. And then my confidence convinces the audience that I'm the expert in my field. And it's all about this red jacket, right? Mm -hmm. I need, hey, JC, I need, I need another red jacket. A majority of the time, if I'm, yeah. So if I'm giving a webinar, seminar, whatever it may be, or if it's a big client, I'm pulling out my, my baby blue button up with my yellow tie. Like that's like my go-to because I'm like, Hey, I look sharp. They're going to look at me in my eye because I got that blue shirt on and I got blue eyes. Right. So, I mean, but seriously, I mean, it, it makes so much sense. You just don't think subconsciously you're doing it to yourself. Like, Oh, I feel confident. I'm not even telling yourself, Oh, I feel confident in this shirt. That makes so much sense. You're like kind kind of the tying all the pieces together of the way I think the way I think whenever I'm wearing certain clothes. So that's fascinating. So I would like to, if it's okay, talk about the way you, you uh, in your business deliver this experience because now I don't have to go to the mall. Yay. I hate shopping. <laughs> right. So can you talk a little bit about that? And really this is um, maybe Colton from a generational perspective, right? I didn't, I grew up having to go to the store. I mean, that, that's just what we did. We didn't have someone who could come and, and help you with your style uh, without going to the store. So JC, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it, um, it kind of goes back to um, the tagline that I use is, you know, well-dressed anytime, anywhere. Um, I don't have a store location and I, my store is wherever you want it to be, whenever you want it to be. And I meet my clients um, at their home or office or at, at my home boutique, um, just whatever's convenient for them. So, uh, for the guys, I typically meet one-on-one -on -one with them or maybe with their spouse and work with them, like I said, in the office or home. And um, then for the women, I do offer personal appointments to work one-on-one -on -one with women, but oftentimes we get together um, as a small group, maybe um, six to ten women, and um, maybe have a glass of wine, and I bring in my little traveling boutique to their home and help them with their style and everybody gets to play dress up and kind of have a girl's night out. So, um, yeah, the, you know, and really in everything that's going on right now, I think the future of retail is going to look a lot different. And I just read an article yesterday how, um, yeah, you might not go to the mall in the future. You might go to your friend's living room. So. <laughs> and so, and let me, cause I'm just curious here. So whenever you're, cause you're bridging, not bridging the generational gap, but you're bridging the gap between a retailer and a online store. So you're meeting them in the middle because I also know that you have the components of meeting with them face to face, but they can also order online once you get their measurements, once you do all that stuff. So, I mean, it's basically the best of both worlds with you. Am I, am I off by saying that? No, it really is. It's um, I mean, I offer convenience. Um, it's true convenience. And you're right. Once I get um, my male clients, uh, the brand is all custom fit. So once I get his fit down, it is uh, just turnkey and he can order whatever he wants, whenever he wants, just doesn't ever have to see me again. Um, a lot like to see me just so I can hold their hand through some of the choices. But um, 
but yeah, it's, I, I offer convenience and, um, a lot of people say, oh, custom clothing is probably expensive, isn't it? Uh, it's really not. It's similar to the value of a department store, but you get convenience added on top of that where you don't even have to go to the store I and mean, you don't have to find a parking spot and, you know, deal with the, the overwhelming selection that's there in the store. So I think the, the convenience and the fit adds value there. Do you find uh, any particular generation is really, I'll just call it target market. We all know I'm a business coach, so I will use the, you know, the nerdy words. Um, but do you find that there's a particular generation that uses your service or is it all over the place? What does that look like for you? You know what it is, it's all over the place. I was um, telling somebody uh, just this week that in my ladies line, this brand cabbie, I, my youngest client is 12. I had a 12 year old purchase some, um, some items this season and my oldest is 83. So it's a, a huge uh, range, but it's just the way they wear them. They wear them differently. You know, it's just in that styling and they just wear the items differently for their age group. So it is a kind of an amazing brand that could appeal to that broad of uh, age range. And on the same note, it appeals to a broad variety of people too. It's not just career wear. It's um, anything from executives to stay-at-home moms can find something to wear and that's uh, I educate my clients I always try to um, help them do more with less so if they buy an item I challenge them okay how you I want you to be able to wear this three different ways three different seasons three different places to really get the value and that's where I end up saving my clients money uh, because I don't they don't need a ton of stuff they just need versatile clothing so yes uh, kind of got off track there but it does appeal to a, a wide age range now they might work differently like um, the younger generation I just uh, worked with a male client this morning and he is um, probably your age Colton and it's funny he texting back and forth and then he did everything online whereas I'm working with um, more of a distinguished gentleman and he wants to uh, he wants to do it on zoom he'd much rather do it in person but we're gonna do it on zoom and you know he just wants me to kind of hold his hand and do it for him so uh, we we can help people however we can meet them where they're at and work with them however works for them so that, I think that's incredible now I do want to ask you this question this is totally off the wall and you were definitely not expecting this all right now Trisha always makes fun of me because these random questions are always either about animals or traveling so I'm going to totally mix it up and bring it into my industry we're going to talk about finances here so how much do you I'm just totally, totally kidding so, <laughs> so if given the choice would you rather have the opportunity of being rich or the guarantee that you would never be poor Ooh, hmm. I think that rich is a mindset. Um, I know you're probably talking about financial and dollar bills and money, but um, I think, yeah, the maybe never being poor, but it is kind of all a mindset, you know? 
I can be happy with, um, <laughs> what is that Bible verse that you could be happy with, uh, um, with? I've been happy with nothing. I've seen abundance. It's kind of, you can decide whether to be happy or not. See, what's interesting, JC, is these these were to- these questions were totally to throw people off guard, but I feel like every time I ask them, there's like a logical thought process behind, even though it's like a silly question, it's like a logical <laughs> thought process. I love it. It's That's awesome. That's a great answer. We can so, yeah. it if you want. <laughs> so, JC, would you um, be willing to divulge to our listeners what generation you belong to? Oh, <laughs> I'm... 50. So what is my that? My mind is blown. Just blown. You're 50? I know, I, wow. It is. Yeah. So you're a Gen Xer. You're yeah. Gen Xer, but you look like you're a millennial. Seriously. Wow. So JC, what generation would, do you feel like you most identify with? Hmm. I don't know. That's kind of tricky because I feel like I can kind of identify with all of them. You know, I have college age sons, so I can kind of hang with that whole millennial world. Um, I think I'm pretty cool. I don't know if they would say the same thing, but but then on the flip side, like I could totally hang out in a nursing home and just be fascinated um, hearing stories from, from our seniors. So, I don't know. That's a hard question. Well, so that's I love your explanation though. Yeah, that's very unique because you're able to get down to the level of a millennial and talk to them, whereas you can also go to the baby boomers and you can relate to them as well and just have conversation. That's, I mean, that's a skill. That's, I mean, a lot of people, they can't do that. So that's, that's fascinating. That's awesome. People are fascinating. And I just, I love people. And um, I think they're so interesting and they all have stories. And I do, I mean, it's just, the key is just listening to people and hearing what they have to say and asking the questions because everybody likes to tell you, you know, about themselves. And, and that's why this, um, like this, you know, I spent 23 years in corporate retail and I never felt fulfilled. I never really felt like I was making any kind of positive impact on the world in my little gray cubicle. (laughs) So I am just, um, so much happier on this side outside of corporate retail because I get to interact with people and build relationships and I don't know I'm just having the time of my life well and that is a great segue into um as we close the show JC we would love for you to tell our listeners the name of your business and how best to contact you and because we're audio only you're probably gonna have to spell everything out <laughs> for us so that people can get in touch with you whether it's email or telephone or both uh, would you share that with our listeners absolutely so yes I have kind of a tricky name it's a mouthful so it's JC like Stacy only JC J-A-Y-C-I and my last name is Schmidt S-C-H-M-I-T-T and the name of my company is Wonderful Image. I do a cute little number one, D-E-R-F-U-L-I-M-H-E-E. Um, and you can contact me. My phone number is 479-426-4929. My email is jc.schmidt at gmail.com. Um, you can find me on social media. I am on Facebook and Instagram and 
So, and thank so you let me so ask much. this before we before uh, Trisha kicks us all out of here. Um, what, how can people learn more about trunk shows and to attend one or put one on? If they just email me, um, they I can talk to them about it or call me. Yeah, call me and I can just talk them through the different opportunities to attend a trunk show um, or to have a trunk show of their own. So yeah, just contact me and we can discuss the different options or I do have a really cute in-home boutique that people can come um, visit. Just uh, a lot of people are more interested in that sense of COVID and they just wanna come on their own. So that's an option too. Awesome. Hey, JC, thank you so much for being a, an amazing guest today. I love all of the science behind what you do. And I also love that you're so passionate about people. And that's special. That's very special. And, and you do make a difference in people's lives and their careers based on the love that you give them, right, as you style them. And I think that's awesome. So thank you for being with us today. And this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, Jim Butcher, a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Colton Cocker with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Pacific. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.